For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The Cayman Islands government held a press briefing related to last night's shooting. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has this report. Shortly after 3 p.m., members of the government, opposition, as well as the governor and commissioner of police joined to update the country on a brazen late-night shooting at the Ed Bush Stadium that rocked the community. Police Commissioner Kurt Walton. Just after 9.04 p.m. last night, uh, we got the call of a shooting at Ed Bush Football Stadium in West Bay. Our officers responded in quick time, along with our medical or ambulance uh, paramedics colleagues. The commissioner says the police is working on the assumption that the incident was a targeted shooting. What we have since learned is that we had a section within the Ed Bush Stadium, which is more to the northeast corner, the changing rooms, not the not in the stands itself, where typical is expected expected that spectators would would sit but in the far corner to the northeast a group of um, persons had congregated there watching the football match and it we're working on a hypothesis that a single shooter um, came across a open pasture which adjoins the ed bush field and open fire on that group the commissioner says the shooter had no regard for human life and it was evident that the person involved was willing to hurt anyone in their way, as long as their target was one of them. Premier of the Cayman Islands, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly. This level of violence is not normal, neither is it acceptable. And you don't have to be an um, avid supporter of the government. You just have to be a lover of human beings and have that respect for life. If you are in the know, and I've been living in the Cayman Islands long enough to know that there's hardly anything that happens that at least one person does not know. Please do the best service ever and come forward to the commissioner. In that regard, the premier says that in consultation with her caucus and the members of the opposition, the government is making available an additional $200,000 on top of the $50,000 already available from Cayman Crime Stoppers for information that will lead to the arrest of the culprit. The governor of the Cayman Islands, Ms. Jane Owen, said that despite the nature of the event, that persons were still able to come together. It is hard to imagine how alarming it would have been to have been there. And my heart goes out to all of you who witnessed and were part of it and especially as I know there were a lot of families there and people with small children and as a mother myself um, I, I find it um, amazing that some people have actually come back to work today including in this government building despite having been through that. She says that the Commissioner of Police has her support to act in a way he sees fit and that the RCIPS has a strong relationship with policing in the UK who stand ready to help the RCIPS and the Cayman Islands through this difficult time. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. This morning in the first sitting of the third meeting of the 2023-2024 session of Parliament, the Honourable Premier Juliana O'Connor Connolly took to the podium to immediately address Sunday night's shocking mass shooting. Mr. Speaker, I, like the rest of our community, am deeply troubled by the horrific shooting incident which took place at the Ed Bush Stadium last night, being Sunday the 25th day of February 
2024, leaving several persons being treated for serious injuries at our Georgetown Hospital. We are appreciative of the actions taken by the RCIPS, first responders, medical professionals, and many bystanders who charged into danger and saved lives. The Premier also extends her sympathies and urges those who may know more to do the right thing. The government conveys our deepest sympathy and fervent prayer to all those affected by this unfortunate incident. While our law enforcement and intelligent professionals continue to gather the facts, we appeal to all members of the community who witnessed the incident to come forward and provide information. Anyone with information is urged to contact the CRCIPS. You can view the Premier's full statement on CIGTV's YouTube channel. The indecent assault trial against Honorable Makiva Bush adjourned shortly after resuming today in Grand Court. The case was expected to produce legal arguments to the judge today. Legal arguments, while a part of the case, are not reported on until after the trial, as they don't take place in the presence of the jury. Once the trial has concluded, which could be as early as this week, the arguments brought in legal arguments can be revealed. The case is expected to resume at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Cayman's Department of Environment is in London this weekend at the Blue Belt Sustainability Conference. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller caught up with the DOE's John Bothwell to discuss the event. So what exactly is the Cayman Islands Department of Environment doing at the conference? Cayman is at the Blue Belt Symposium so that we can exchange knowledge and information between ourselves and colleagues from the other overseas territories, where we can hear from them on what they're doing, what's working and what's not, and get ideas of what we can bring back to Cayman, and equally where we can talk about the successes that Cayman have seen and the challenges that we have had that they can then repeat or avoid in their home countries. We can also do all of this with our colleagues from the UK Blue Belt program to see where we are able to leverage not just UK funding, but also UK experience and expertise and bring that potentially to the Cayman Islands. So what exactly will the DOE be speaking to? A lot of people in Cayman will know of us talking very often of our BRUV work, the baited remote underwater video systems that we have been deploying for sharks around the Cayman Islands for many years and moving to using that in recent years for other species and other habitats. Uh, this is becoming a big project internationally now. And so we can talk about what Cayman has been doing in that respect and the, the great success that we have seen with it and how this is a way that can be leveraged to give territories a much better understanding of the marine resources they have to work with or that they need to protect but equally the challenges of deploying them, of, of using them. Uh, one of the successes that we've been having is the Global Ocean Wildlife uh, Monitoring Network that is part of the Blue Belt program where we deploy the BRUVs in Cayman or in other territories, but the monitoring is carried out by partner organizations so that we can split the workload. And it's the kind of thing that we'd be sharing with other Blue Belt participants. And I know it's early in the symposium, but um, do you have any idea what your takeaways will be from this event? 
how can we improve and extend marine conservation and marine management in the Cayman Islands? What are the next big issues we need to be looking at? And how can we achieve those goals that we have for ourselves of being a Cayman Islands that protects and respects and uses its marine environment best through the assistance of UK funding and skills and experience through the Blue Belt program? This March marks the 25th anniversary of Honouring Women Month in the Cayman Islands. The aim of the campaign is to, to highlight women's accomplishments and also to address gender-specific issues affecting women. The Family Resource Centre is leading the celebration and the first new item on the month-long agenda is the International Women's Day Gala, which will be hosted at the Kimpton Seafire Resort on March 8th. FRC's Amber Com tells Radio Cayman this year's theme is Inspire Inclusion. We are bringing our keynote speaker, Ms. Desiree Phillips, to speak on the concept of inclusion and how it can be achieved, but we have so many other <laughs> events. For example, there's a female-owned business pop-up market at Kamana Bay on March 2nd, a Soka Beach fitness session on the 3rd, and a spiritual fellowship meeting on the 7th. On March 9th, there's a special event for teenage girls. The full list of events can also be found on frc.gov.ky. And that's your evening news for Radio K-Man. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.